Welcome to the Lingerie Lowdown podcast, where we ignite your passion for lingerie and empower you to feel fabulous. Are you ready to be inspired, delighted and informed? Well, you've come to the right place. We believe that style has no boundaries. Age, gender, body shape, size or ethnicity. Everyone deserves to look good and feel great. Get ready for a whirlwind of informative chats about lingerie and the brands we love. You can also find us on YouTube, Rumble, Instagram and Twitter or come join our website. Hello everyone, I'm Danny. I'm Scott Gray. And you are watching or listening to our Prosecco Field video podcast. So you might be listening to it or you might be watching the video. Both, even. Oh. But we do have Prosecco. Well, mine's actually empty. And now I've started this podcast, I have to wait until the end of this to pour another glass. <laughs> um, and we have pizza, so we mm. are. It's all the peas. Pizza, Prosecco, podcast. Mm. Yeah. The three peas. Three peas. Three important peas. Very important. Mm. So we basically put it out to our viewers and people <laughs> who tune in to this to see what they wanted to hear us talk about. They want our views mm. on, you know, whatever it is. Um, and we've got, I quite like the idea of this one. Mm, this was a good one. Which fictional characters are your heroes or inspirations? Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. So you go. Because well, we started chatting about this before. We do. Um, there's a few. So I think growing up, like even from little, you're watching cartoons, so this is mm. where the fictional heroes come in. And there's cartoon characters, like I loved Count Duckula. He was a vegan vampire. Um, <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> really. yeah. Basically modelled your life on Count Dykler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was he actually a vegan vampire though? Yeah, he ate ketchup. Did he really? He was a vampire. Oh, I need to go back at some point and watch Count. I'm watching Count Dykler tonight. I think David Jason narrated it and it was a, he was a vegan vampire duck. He did, he, he did narrate it because a friend of mine, Lucy LaFleur, has met him and he was really overjoyed when she brought up Count Dykler. Oh. Because not many people remember him for that. That's what I love in baseball. Yeah. I have the box set. Do you really? Yeah. It's not here because I'm moving house. But so he's actually... <laughs> Do you know what? I need to. I actually do need to list, watch this because I didn't realise he's a vegan vampire and that he only ate ketchup. Yeah, he's ketchup, and he's so he's a bit of like a wet vampire. And there's like there's nannies and ooh, wee duckies, and the eagle, the scary one. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. This is like the best thing ever. I actually, my ex had a daughter, and she'd like if I stay there, I stay in like a different room. Then she'd like sneak in my room in the morning and be like, and you know that child's willing you to wake up because like, you know, I'm <laughs> yes. like asleep and I'm like, I know they're watching me. <laughs> so I wake up, he's like, can I go see you? And I'm like, okay, let's put Count Dracula on. <laughs> go back to sleep. Oh, right. So later we have to watch Count Dracula because I didn't realize he was vegan. Good for him, man. Mm. Mm. He's progressive. Yeah. So that was a long time ago. Mm. So there's him, obviously Barbie for me, like I'm big fan. I think Barbie's, if like, if you're not inspired by Barbie, like, what are you doing with your life? Because she literally did everything. Like, mm-hmm. She had her own car, she had her own, like, penthouse flat, and she literally did every job, so. Barbie's dream house, not a uh, mm-hmm. Mojo Jojo Castle house. Yeah, she can. can. 
she had everything. So, like, if she doesn't inspire you, like, she just did it. She mm. went and did it. And she was doing it in the 50s as well. Yeah, she's been an astronaut. She's been mm. a vet. She's been just basically, you name it, mm. bus driver. I used to have train driver Barbie. Did you really? Mm. Train driver Barbie? Mm. I wonder how popular that was. She's <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. been a mermaid. She's been, she's been all the Wizard of Oz characters. She's been, mm. I got the Elwes from Nicky Bomb Barbie. She's been everything. Mm. That's what I mean. Like, like, how can you not be inspired by Barbie? I'm really inspired by Barbie. To be fair. I mean, the whole message from Barbie is you can do anything. Yeah. So, you know, she was a fashion doll in the 1950s. Like, anything you put your mind to. I know in the 50s it was different. You maybe couldn't because life wouldn't let you. Mm. Now you have that opportunity. Mm. And you can do anything. And that's her message. And I think she's a brilliant role model. So, you know, this whole dumb blonde thing is stupid. Mm. It's like there are dumb, there's a dumb people thing, but mm. not just because of the colour of the hair. Mm. Yeah, not the colour of the hair. Mm. Like Barbie taught girls that they can do anything. Like there's probably little girls that were like, when I grow up, I want to be an astronaut and, you know, I yeah. want to do this. And it's probably because of Barbie. She was a doctor and everything, wasn't she? There wasn't, anything. Anything, wasn't anything that she didn't do, was there? No. Mm. No, literally everything. I actually did play with Barbie that much when I was little, though. I, was more, I had my little ponies more than anything. Mm. Um, I got into Barbie's more when I was a little, like 10, 11, when I was like really little. Was I had a penthouse, didn't you? Yeah, my dad I made, I did have a Barbie house, my dad made me. I didn't mm. have the dream house, I was looking. I didn't it. have the dream house, I had like a cheap Cindy knockoff version. Well, my friend's daughter is like, she's like one years old. I was just looking at the prices and stuff, and a Barbie car is 90 quid. What? Yeah, and then there was a Barbie, the, the caravan was 180 <gasps> reduced. And I'm like, bloody hell, Lizzie, you're gonna have to take out a mortgage to get her a dream house by the time she's old enough to play with one. Wow. Yeah, because we, 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 we decided we're gonna make it. Because my yeah. dad made mine, and it's basically, yeah. dream house is just basically boxes in it with like floors. Mm. But I was like, we can do whatever we want, decorate it, fit wallpaper. So she's like, well, that can be our project. We can actually do it. Yeah, like, that's a lot of money. And I think it'd be fun to make her one. Didn't she have a caravan as well? Mm, and yeah. didn't she have a horse? Yeah. I always wanted the horse. And a dog. And it, I never it, got the horse. I always wanted the horse. Dog and Ferrari and all the things. Exactly. So what is boat. to be inspired by? Yeah, exactly. I want a dog and a horse and a Ferrari and a boat. I wouldn't mind. And a caravan, actually. Yeah. All of those. Probably want a dog most out of all of those. But then the caravan. Didn't she have a motorhome? Because I would like a yes. motorhome. And I'm sure she had a pink, mo- mm. me, pink motorhome. My friend had it. I didn't have anything like that. No. And a My Little Pony stable and the My Little Pony um, horse box. Oh, like, I think they came from a car boot sale. I don't, they weren't fresh. And pink. Yeah. Mm. Love car- I love My Little Pony. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And Care Bears. I do have, yes. well, okay, so I do have tattoos of Care Bears and my way. I don't think I have my Care Bear. I had the purple Care Bear and I don't think I have it anymore. I do have my purple Gummy Bear. Gummy Bears. Yeah, I do have my purple Gummy Bear. And I do have a purple My Little Pony still. Because when I was little, I'd only, I had all coloured My Little Ponies, but I only really accepted purple toys. Just <laughs> the glow The more I know about you when you were younger, the more I'm like... Okay, yeah, it makes sense now. Like, you only accepted purple toys, you didn't like mess or anything that was dirty, you know. <laughs> no, I only like purple toys. And so I had the glowworm, which had, like, the purple and white sleep suit on. I had the purple care bear, purple gummy bear. I had the and green glowworm. Did you? And he was great. His body was great, but his clothes, he had purple and white clothes. Did he? Mm. 
like a nightshirt and a hat. Oh. And then I got the, my mum bought me the pink keeper, which in hindsight was the best one. But I wanted, I was really ungrateful because I wanted the swan one, which had purple oh, on it. I wanted the swan one and I got the pink one. Yeah, but in hindsight, the pink one's better. It was a snail. I, really know, cool. I know, it was really cool, but I wanted the swan. Yeah, but in hindsight, I kind of wish I still had my pink keeper. I still kind of wish I had my pink keeper. Yeah. I'd restore my, like, things in it. Oh, I'm saying this is really bad, so I'm not even going to pretend I'm just not going to say that. So you can store your drugs in there. No one's going to look inside a keeper, are they? Let's face it. I mean, that's true. So if you're a raver out there, I've just given you an idea. No one's going to look in your keeper, are they? Let's face it. If I ever guess you want something, it's straight in the keeper. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know where the good stuff is. It's in the keeper. Not that I take... Uh, Illegal drugs because I don't. I was just saying it would be a good stash place because no one's going to be. Far too old for that shit. He said, yeah, exactly. Mine's like a stash of tea bags. I have, so I'm moving to my, I'm moving in with my friend like next week. So this is why we're on the floor right now. (laughs) Um, I've emptied my house, I've taken all my stuff there and I'm, I'm moving north. So all the houses I'm looking at keep getting snapped up. So I'm just going to move in with my friend and then I'm going to hunt for houses and, Mm. um, and I've got a pair of boxes in his kitchen. It's like this big. He's like, what's in there? I'm like, tea. Like, <laughs> he's like, Jesus, I'm only thirsty. What, is, what, what kind of tea? I was like, all of the teas you can get. I was like, there's ginseng, there's lemongrass, there's rosehip, there's like everything. And he's like, what? I was like, well, there's chamomile, there's jasmine, and there's butterfly pea flower, and there's lavender. He's like, well, how do you make it? I was like, no, I like and make the little bags. And I put them so he's like, okay, I'll just, just leave it. I'll em- empty it next week when you get here. I'm like, okay. Oh my God, why have, we should do a podcast on the history of tea, mm. considering you own so much tea. I do. And then we could sample loads of tea. Yes, and um, with cake. So I think tea and cake go hand in hand, like yeah. Barbie and Ken, or Barbie and just Ken. Um, so we need loads of miniature cakes. Mm-hmm. And I think Lidl do a box of miniature vegan cakes for afternoon teas. I haven't found it. I haven't actually looked for it. Okay, we need to make this happen. Yeah. We need miniature cakes. And Maybe loads. I'll keep the plate. And then we can do history of tea. Mm. Yeah, you need to keep your plate. If you go to the um, Naval Maritime Museum in Greenwich, you learn all about tea and the the tea clippers and the um, East India Trading Company. Yeah, I went there last year and learned about it. There's some tea places that will blend you your own tea, depending on how rich you are, for for the water. So they'll come to your house and sample how hard your water is. Then they will blend you your own tea so that it will taste like tea if you've got I'm guessing I'm not that rich. Uh, well, I'm definitely not that rich. But in Norwich, you've got that Burden blend, which I haven't been to, but they're doing all these cruelties. Yeah, it's, it's where the old um, Virgin Records was in the old mall. And I think it was like, was it our price records at one point? Oh, oh, I do think I know what you mean, actually. Yeah, yeah. it's there. Oh, that's a Near flashback, is Tiger, it? crouching, flying tiger. <laughs> That's a film, so I have no idea what you're talking about now. Yeah, a flying tag at the shop. It's next to that. Mm, I think I know what you Yes, next to that. Um, so there's one there, and I think there's one in Brighton, but you can go on tea classes to learn how to blend your own and stuff there, which I kind of, I kind of fancy doing. Should we blend our own tea? We should go. I'd love to blend my own tea. Yeah, there's different price tiers. You can go and just learn to blend tea and go and blend more teas and mm. get teas. I kind mm. of like the idea of it, of learning to be a tea mixologist. Mm. Me too. And then we can read the I mean, tea leaves afterwards. Mm. I'm going to die though, don't tell me. 
Mm. No, actually, you. Mm. Well, would you want to know? I wouldn't want to know. I'd want to know. Because then I'd have a panic. Yeah, then you could do all the things you want to do. You could say goodbye to people. Yeah, but what if you just hide in your house because you think you're going to die? But why would you hide in your house if you know you're going to die? So that I don't die. But if you know it's a definite, then surely you just go out and do the things you want to do. We should do that anyway. <laughs> this is a random dungeon. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Off on a tangent, I can't even remember what the original topic is. Um, <laughs> fictional topics, <laughs> and we're on tea. Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely brought back in there by yourself. I had a remember we had Easter eggs in mugs, mm. and I had an, an A team, it was a white mug with Mr. T on it, and an Easter egg, and it was blue, sort of blue metallic wrapping. I remember everything. Mm. And I had it for a while. I mean, I ate Easter egg and I had the mug for a while. And then my mum broke the mug and I was so cross. Mm. Mm. I actually, I would say actually the A-team mm. are fictional heroes of mine. I liked it and I don't remember, I don't remember it at all. But I remember watching it and I liked it, but I don't have They fought for good, but in a really rebel fashion. And yeah. that's, I think that's my kind of thing. Like, I can't be, as much as like, I love Wonder Woman, I'd love to think that I was Wonder Woman, but I'm not that wholesome. I'm more like Harley Quinn. Like, I'm more like, I would be in the Suicide Squad. Like, yes. I'll do the right thing, but I'm a bit of a knob. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm Oh, Daphne from uh, Scooby-Doo. So I definitely, I'm not sure she's an inspiration or a hero to me, but she well, actually is a hero to I me. I mean, she goes ghost-hunting. Um, Velma, because that is me. Yeah. My glasses, my glasses. That is literally me on a date So basis. I think there's, I'm, I think I'm, part of each of them I think yeah. in my mind I would always think I'm a Daphne but then in in the heart of it I'm probably a Velma yeah I'm a little bit of a dweeb aren't I really yeah yeah, yeah. when I used to watch Grease I used to think I want to be Rizzo but really I'm Sandy <laughs> no you're not no no, no I actually um, you're you're Rizzo. Yeah, you're Rizzo I like to think that I well, we wanted to be Sandy, but I think I'm more of a Marty who dropped a diamonds in a macaroni. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I do that? I just dropped my diamond in my macaroni. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm probably more Frenchy. Beauty school dropout. I am the beauty school dropout. <laughs> Daphne, um, Buffy, but then Buffy got a bit whiny a bit later on. Yeah. So then I, I actually I preferred Cordelia. Oh, actually, no, I tell lie. Uh, the women of the Wayward Sisters in Supernatural. Hence why I've got the Wayward Sisters tattooed on my arm. It's it's Wayward AF, but it means Wayward as. as oh. I don't think I got that far. Was it after the Scooby Doo episode? Yeah. So it's the the Wayward Sisters basically consist of the sheriff. Um, 
So there's a blonde sheriff, a brunette sheriff, and there's a couple of young girls, and they all persist. And they were going to do a spin-off called The Wayward Sisters, mm. um, but then the network never picked it up, and I don't know why, because everyone wanted it. But those women, like, it's not your typical, like, oh, my God, I'm just a strong woman character. They're strong women, but they don't feel the need to say it. Um, but they're also very flawed, and all, they'll do the right thing, but obviously... Mm. They do the right thing, but obviously it's not always the right thing, if you know what I mean. But it, it I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain, but yeah. And I just like the whole wayward as thing. Do you gem, know what I mean? like, gem and the holograms? Yes. I love gem. I had a gem doll, actually. I think Maybe I loved my gem doll. The flashing earrings. Yeah. Mm. I think I like I had gem. the Kimba with the red hair too. I think I like Jem more than Barbie because Jem was a bit. See, that's the thing. I think for me, it's like I love wholesome characters. Totally like outrageous. Yeah, was... but I am much more outrageous than and probably flawed than Wonder Woman. Like I'm not that wholesome. Hence why I identify with people like Harley Quinn. We're in outrageous. True. <laughs> yes, that show. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I'm just a rebel without a cause. This is my problem. This is what I've sent you earlier. We were in a um. What was it? Like a review show. A review show. We were showgirls. Show <laughs> and there's a drag queen. Was Lola. She was a showgirl. Um, and then there was, what else was there? Well, there was a New York City boy. Were we in that? I don't know. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a, give me a free question I forgot. Mm. And then, uh, life is a cabaret. That one. Mm-hmm. We um, were in the beginning number where we had our suits ripped off us. Mm-hmm. No, was that cabaret? We were in New York City. We were in the can We had big feather headdresses. Yes, we did. We were in the can-can number. We were in the freak number. We, we were actually supposed it. to be turning up just to glam it up a bit, and we ended up in quite a lot. Five dance numbers with film choreography. Yeah. Can you dance? No. Can you be choreographed? No. Let's have a go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Turns out we can. Turns out we could. Yeah. That, um, and the show was called Outrageous, so we are totally outrageous. We are totally outrageous. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any others. I mean, there must be many. I mean, I, do you know what I get is when I read books, I, I I get engrossed in a book probably more than I do in TV. And when I'm really into a character, I really like, I'm like, like want to be just like the character somehow. Yeah. Enjoying the podcast today? Before we continue, have you been searching for the perfect lingerie, hosiery or more? Look no further. Lingerie Lowdown is your impartial consumer champion with over eight years of experience in reviewing these intimate essentials. We've got you covered, or should we say uncovered, with over 10,000 full-length video reviews from over 750 brands, you'll find honest insights and discover hidden gems. Use promo code DIGEST10 when you join our website to get a 10% discount on your membership at www.lingerielowdown.com forward slash join. Let's get inspired together. Now, back to today's podcast. Uh, did you watch The Witcher? No. Uh, there's a character in there, Yennefer. I, yeah, she is a massive inspiration. Probably for the wrong reasons, but... Oh, okay. I mean, CJ Parker in Baywatch... <laughs> Is that Pamela Anderson? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew it was going to be Pamela Anderson. I think it was Parker, wasn't it? I don't even 
remember that. I think it was. Oh, I've made something up. And then I love shows like California Dreams. I wanted to be like, I think it was Jenny, the singing one. Oh, no, maybe she was in Pug All Summer. But like the singing. Um, Clarissa explains it all when I was younger. I still love her. Just <laughs> be like, oh, I'll be cool and have a show. Who do I want to be? For a long while, I wanted to be Naomi Campbell. So I ran found out she was a bit of a knob. No, I didn't. Pam Ranson, definitely. Mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to be a Pam. I wanted to be especially she's when she's real. Pam. Yeah, I mean, you're fictional. Yeah, fictional. Okay, so I didn't want to be Pam Ranson. I mean, if we go, let's go real. Let's yeah, let's go real and fictional. So, so Pam Ranson, Kylie, I didn't really want to be Kylie Minogue, but I, I love Kylie Minogue. But she's one of those, you always say, don't meet heroes. I don't know if I find her that entertaining in real life because she never gives anything very quiet and keeps it so I don't know I think I'd rather her be an enigma for me Mm. Um, I did meet a Spice Girl and if she'd have been nasty my life would have been ruined yet she was lovely and so much fun and so I was like yes thank god because I don't know I'd probably needed therapy for the only time in my life I'd probably needed therapy to get so I've met the way with Sisters of Supernatural and they are all really cool as Mm -hmm. in life as they are on the show um, I love Angelina Jolie, but I know people who work in film that yeah. reckon she's awful to work with. And I used to adore her. Mm. Um, so that's I used to love The Bone Collector, that film with her in. I used to love that. Yeah, oh, that's amazing with her in it. It's actually a good film. I just love that she wore like a vial of blood around her neck and stuff like that. See, this is my vibe. This is my weird, Even I crazy. Think I do that. I'm Robbie Wood. Yeah, see, this is my this is the thing. This is my weird, crazy vibe you know like Harlequin Quinn as a character is even without the films in the comics it's just a weird crazy vibe mm-hmm. isn't it so I just like weird crazy women yeah I don't know I don't know actually real human wise like um real human wise yeah I don't think I don't, there's really anyone. I don't think there's anybody that I would be like you know I want to emulate them or I want to I just kind of want to do my own thing mm. want to like do I my don't own want to be route. somebody else no Madonna I've never liked Madonna when I was growing up, I wanted to be Madonna. But only because I love the fact, that, again, that she just pushed boundaries. And she's not the greatest singer, and yet she's had this great career. And she pushed boundaries, and yeah. she pissed people off, and she didn't care. I think that's the, the spirit that I, I like from somebody, from any kind of character, real or fictional, is that, that spirit of, like, I'm going to piss you off, and I'm going to do my own thing, and I don't care that I'm going to do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I've never... I liked her early stuff and then I've not mm. I mean Spice Girls all of them any of them all of the Spice Girls <laughs> mm. all of them Jerry used to be my favourite but then she got all yogury and I was a bit like mm. she kind of lost when she left she lost the spiciness out of her didn't she mm. and now do you know what I've only read this reasoning because I have always seen her wait she only wears white for the last like three years she's only worn white clothes why because it's easy to match which is true but for me, so it's like that. I'd constantly be buying new things all the time because I you wear you get a stain on a white and you're never getting it out. Only wear white. Yeah, I only wear mostly black. This is already stained with nail glue, like the no eyelash glue. No, only wear no, white. I'd be look done. at her Instagram. She wears white all the time. So and I'm like, come on, like isn't that boring? Like you were vibrant, you were bright, you were like this person that had mm. all this life in you more than any of the others. I think she was the life. Yeah. She was like literally the soul of the Spice Girls or the fire behind them. Yeah, you can't. And now she only wears white. She's got. I can't like, picture the same person who wore that amazing Union Jack dress no. and just had but so she's much. She's now like she's got into this like I'm like married to like this person and we have this like perfect like posh English country life. 
But it's like, who are you? Find yourself again. Yeah, that's not for me. No. That's, I think sometimes believing in fictional people is better than aspiring yeah. to be real people because they sometimes let you down. Like, I've heard stories of... Like, I can't honestly fathom that someone does that much work for the UN and is a horrible person. Like, like who? Angelina Jolie, oh. but apparently she is. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, this is the thing. I think if you believe in a fictional character, they don't ever change, do they? But you can believe in... I think maybe this is why... And this is going to sound really depressing now, and I'm, I'm not going to take it into a depressing route, but I think that's why I don't have many real heroes and inspirations because a lot of the time people are very flawed and they let you down. People are people at the end of the day. You can put any celebrity on a pedestal, but nine times out of ten, they're just a flawed human being, just as you are. And I think that's why maybe believing in fictional characters is sometimes it's better. Because if, because if you believe in someone like Harley Quinn or Wonder Woman, that she's Wonder Woman's never not going to be Wonder Woman, is she? She's always going to be Wonder Woman. Well, Kylie Minogue's got a song called I Believe in You, so it's like, I believe in Kylie because she believes in me. That's what my day says. <laughs> yeah, he, doesn't do it, he doesn't do it in that voice. He does it in a perfectly manly voice, but I just, I don't know. I yeah, should. but you just said, like, do you honestly think she'd be that entertaining right. in life? And that's mm-hmm. the thing. Would you meet her and be like, oh my God, you're actually really boring me. Can you imagine being in a room with Kylie and thinking, you're boring me? I'd be terrified. I'd be like, oh my God. And I'd probably think, oh my God, you're this tiny little person. How am I so much bigger than you? Because I'm quite small, but she's like teeny. She's tiny, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. I'd feel like, oh my God, we're going to break her. I've heard, like, I know from people who've met her and they said she's lovely, but then I know people who've met her that said different. So I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. I'd rather not find out. Yeah, I, I think it's better not to meet your heroes, mm-hmm. isn't it? And they always say that. And I do think that's definitely the case. Yeah. Um, and it's that's obviously easier with fictional characters because you never, you know, I'm never going to meet the real Harley. No. Although Margot Robbie did a good job. but She's literally smashing it. Like, mm. I, is there something Margot Robbie couldn't do? Doubtful. No. Like, any role she can play? Doubtful. I, I think the way she's... Yeah, like you say, like when she produces, like, like she's literally like business bitch. Mm. Yeah, she's a good inspiration, isn't she? She is. I mean, I remember I used to watch her when she was in Neighbours, and she played Donna, the wannabe fashion designer, and she was ditzy and like she's come so far. She was still beautiful then, but mm. she's now got Hollywood beauty. Like she was, you know. Yeah, she's. But although <laughs> there's this meme like the, a, a foot, like her Barbie foot, where but she's got this really weird big bulge. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you showed me that. Like her middle toe is her longest toe of all of her toes, which yeah, is really that weird. is weird. Mm. She's got see, she's still flawed. She's got yeah, flawed. she's not perfect, and I'm glad because it's like there's hope for the rest of us. Margot Robbie's not perfect. Mm. Like she's got a bulbous toe. The rest I tell you actually who's an inspiration, which people often underestimate, is um, Paris Hilton. Mm. I mean, you read up on what she's actually achieved and how many businesses she has. I mean, it helps when you what she can actually helps do. when you're a multi-millionaire to start. Of course with. it does. Of course it does because it opens so many doors for you, and you've got the money to have mm. any opportunity you want. But I just love the fact that she lets people underestimate her. Yeah. She lets people no, think like she's I like a bimbo too. when actually she's very clever, mm. isn't she? Like she's yeah. made loads of money in her own right. Yeah. Jane Goodall. Oh my god. But she does all the stuff for the monkeys and the pirates and saves it. So, like, people that do good for, like, animals. But Any, just, anyone who does good for animals. The Prosecco got me. Or just actually my age and my brain's got me because I'm fine. Was well, she the one who went out and studied them? You're thinking of um, Diane Fossey, who Sigourney Weaver played in. Gorillas of the Mint. Yeah. Yes. But Jane Goodall. God, why can't I think of the Google, Google, Google. Um, We'll get there. She's Roots Institute, Jane Goodall Institute, Roots and Shoes. 
was like, it was just Jane Yeah, so that's why I couldn't think of it because there wasn't a name. In my oh. mind, I was thinking there was a name. Anyone who does anything with animals, yeah. I think it's amazing. Yes. Not people like the Tiger Pleading King, but anyone who actually does. No, anything that does good for animals. Not anyone yeah. who has a home zoo. You deserve to get eaten. Like Yeah, like that's exactly what you deserve to get. Anyone who does anything to further the care and protection of animals mm. is like all good in my I book. Agree. And they deserve to be worshipped. And people like that, I don't think, get enough recognition. I think we're stuck in a world where, like we were saying earlier on a different podcast, I'm like, oh, it's all reality TV. And oh my God, I want to be like that. But you know what? These are the people who should be getting the airtime. These are the people yeah, who yeah. people should look up to, not you know, influencers yeah. and people who yeah, well, It's people who literally have done good. Yeah, and done amazing stuff. Like, why are you looking up to someone who's been famous for being on telly? Yeah, like, I'm famous because I went on a reality show where we do dating and cheating and stuff, like... Yeah, and have sex on We're telly. vacuous. Yeah, like, oh, I'm talentless. Mm. Yes. You should be looking up to people like that. People yeah, she's an inspiration. some real good stuff and some real inspiration. And Virginia McKenna from the Born Free Foundation, um, you know, she's she was an actress, and then her and her husband, they, like, got into all of the stuff and... Like, again, she's the Born Free Foundation. Like, I've, I've some of my birthdays, I've gone send money to the Born Free Foundation on, you know, on your Facebook. And, and they're very cool. Like, Will, her son, will message say thank you. And But they are literally, like, she's, you know, I think she's in, like, 80s and 90s. And they're she's still working. She's still doing. And yeah. Jane Goodall's still doing. And she was Will, I think. And, yeah. you know, constantly striving for better. So people who... Help animals and the universe. Anyone, anyone I think who strives for the better treatment of people who cannot voice people or animals who cannot voice it themselves mm. is good by me. You, you know, do. anyone who starts animal sanctuaries and takes on animals and this, the stories you read of people. I read a story that would be my dream. If I if, oh. like, if I won the lottery, yeah. I'd buy a plot of land, have loads of like shelters and stuff built while I go traveling the world for a year. When I get back. Everything is ready, animal sanctuary, and I'll just work there happily ever after. I always say that. I'm covered from me, yeah. Right? Yes. We'll be probably covered in shit and stink by the end of the day. But that'd be amazing. It, it's like, you know, because I used to work on a kid's farm, we were bottle feeding like farm, baby farm animals, and you would stink, but it was like, this is the best day you've had. Yeah. It's great. That would be, I always say that. If I had money, I'd buy huge amounts of land and just rescue animals and not any animals because I just think. Yeah, any, like whatever yeah. I can. Like, I guess re- reality wise, it would be like donkeys and, you know, like farm animals or whatever. Mm. But, you know, other stuff you can get. I know people have got foxes and. Mm. Yeah. I read a story once about a gentleman who lost, when he lost his dog, he then dedicated his whole life to rescuing dogs that were at the end of their life so mm. people dogs that were in sanctuaries that were like 10 11 that people wouldn't adopt and i always said obviously i've ended up with my dog now because um that i inherited him because but, but that's what i would do once i've lost him i would then adopt dogs and cats that and that's the end so great because then you only have that little time with him and yeah. your, your heart will break I saw something today. There was a 20-year-old cat in a sanctuary got adopted by a 101-year-old woman. Oh. So they're ending their lives together. And I was like, 
that's amazing. Yeah, yeah so that's what I'd like I would do. like, like, I'd love to go to surgery and get an older pet, but then the thing is, like, you don't have it for that long, so I'm like, yeah. part of me, I, I want the puppy, I want the kitten, because I want the, you know. I do think you have to be emotionally ready for that, though, mm. because, you, like you said, you know you're not going to have long, and you have to be prepared to know that it's going to break your heart all yeah. the time but equally you have to know that it's better for that animal to be like dying in your home in your house than in a cage mm. that breaks my bloody heart yeah and also when people have pets and they and they, they go to like get put down when it's at the end of their life and then they leave them with the vet like I, I went in with my dog and it was horrific and heartbreaking but I do I wanted to be there with her so that I was the last person she saw I laid not both mine I laid down yeah not someone with both yeah. Not someone that they don't know. Then they're terrified. They're like, where's my mum gone? Yeah, I so lay down on I'm, the floor. I'd rather me be in pain than her in pain. Yeah, I'm, I lay down on the floor, both of mine. There's no way that I would not have done that. And I don't understand people who do that. No. And I don't understand who, people who give up older dogs because they're not as quick as they used to be. I don't understand people who take dogs to shelters to be put down, vets to be put down at the end of their life and leave them there. And I don't understand people who just give up dogs. The amount of times where I live, we find, especially this season when it's really busy, is people will take dogs down the beach and leave them there. Because I don't it, have because a dog. It, because it'll think the dog's <laughs> unnoticed. And we found beautiful beautiful dog and i just don't get that like there is a special place in hell what do you do in them find somewhere they always yeah they always well we've got people there's a gentleman who lives a door down from me and him and his wife got about 10 <laughs> they rescue they mainly rescue springer spaniels but they will take on any dog and they work for a charity called many tears and look up because these people do some amazing things mm. these people and this i'm not even exaggerating have had calls from puppy farmers saying, if you can't get here in half an hour, I'm going to shoot every one I have. And they have turned up and taken every puppy and every dog. And these people will drive up and down the country and they will, some of it, they must have about 10 that they keep there all the time. And then they foster and they, and it breaks my heart because the stories he tells me and I, every time, so I've got a very fussy dog Every time my dog gets sick of food, I take it to them. I buy dog food, I buy dog beds and dog shampoo, and I just leave it at their door, and they always, you know, take it, because if they can't use it, they'll give it to the charity. Um, and they do some amazing work. So there's always someone in the village that will help out and take yeah. the dog and get it to the vet. But then I, I cannot abide people who do that, because there's literally no excuse. Oh, dogs, cats, like a few weeks ago, yeah. my friend messaged and one of her colleagues had gone to walk the dog and there'd been this bag in a park and it was when we had like this torrential rain for like four days in July. And um, anyway, they like looked in the bag and there was a kitten, ran up a tree. So she was like, oh, okay, it's been, the kitten's been in the bag for four days, like starving, something to it's, oh, the bag's wow. been there. Anyway, my husband went and managed to get up the tree, got clawed to death getting this kitten, which was just terrifying. And we got it to the house. And then once I'd fed it and stuff, it was like the happiest little thing ever. And my friend put in the group, does anyone want a kitten? I was, I'm moving house. I can't have one. Otherwise, I'd have taken her. Um, we basically um, peer pressured one of my friends who wanted a cat. Um, he wanted to get one. And we peer pressured him. And I was like, well, I can have it for a week until you, you know. And so my friend basically, the peer, the 
her colleague had it. Her husband brought it to my friend at work in the in the bag, and then she took it home. I had to go and collect it, and brought it here. And I thought she'd be really scared. I thought so. I let her go in the middle of the lounge. And I thought she's obviously going to go run and hide behind something, and I'll just leave her be, put some food in the kitchen and stuff. You know, she probably. I sat down, she came and jumped straight in my lap and was purring in seconds. Like, Aww. it was like, how could you? And she must have been about three months old. I was like, how can you do that? Like, if you don't want it, yeah. take it to a shelter or, but don't just leave it. In, I th- maybe they left it in a park and they were hoping someone would find it. But, you know. Still though, you know, it's like, even if you leave it in a public place, like, come on. There's you so don't know a fox is going to attack it because it's in a, yeah. and, and I'm a fan of foxes. Like, it's not their fault. It is yeah. what it is. But if a cat caught, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just, just nuts. Or yeah, or it could die of starvation, or it, I mean, could it could have frozen to us because it was raining for three days. That's what I mean. It's just there's no excuse for people like that. So any, yeah, anyone that does anything for animals has got a huge place in my heart. So our heroes are basically vets, yes, and animal rescuers. Yeah, scrap actually all of the cartoons and yeah. any of them. Yeah, it's people who help animals. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Lingerie Lowdown podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the ride and are feeling inspired to embrace your unique style. Remember, we release new podcast episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Don't miss out on the twice-weekly excitement that awaits you. So until next time, keep expressing your confidence and celebrating your beauty. This has been the Lingerie Lowdown podcast your ultimate source for style, passion, and empowerment from the world of intimates and more. You can find us on YouTube, Rumble, Instagram, and Twitter, or come join our website. Stay fabulous, and we'll catch you soon.